Hey podcast, welcome to another episode of Dictations. And in this conversation, Dr. Rogers talks about chelation. And it's a really cool conversation because uh, I haven't heard him talk much about chelation. And I, and I know you guys probably haven't either. Um, he talks about the differences between IV chelation and oral chelation, uh, with the oral chelation being EDTA. Um, I think you'll get a ton out of it. He goes into heavy metals as well as plaque buildup. Um, what you guys should be concerned about as in, in regards to your health. Um, so it's a really fun conversation, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. So I'm going to let you get straight to it. Uh, here is the conversation on chelation with Dr. Rogers. Dr. Rogers, we've, we've talked about IVs. We've, we've talked about you know high-dose vitamin C and things of that nature. And we've talked a little bit about heavy metal testing. Um, you mentioned before we started recording um, that you wanted to talk about chelation today, and you know there's there's reasons that I'm sure you'll get into you know why we haven't talked about it much, um, but I think you know it's, it's something we need to start talking about. Uh, tell us about chelation. Well, the reason we don't talk a lot about chelation here in Tennessee is because you it's not really legal to do IV chelation. Um, it's a real gray area with uh, the medical board in Tennessee and other states, they allow it. It's been going on for many, many years and decades. And basically what chelation is, it's the word chelate comes from the Greek term key. Keel mean claw. Chelation, what it does, it kind of claws out dangerous substances from your arteries like calcium plaque and also heavy metals, which can be a contributing contributing factor to a lot of disease now. I mean, we live in a pretty polluted um, atmosphere and from a lot of things to lead, to mercury, to arsenic, to cadmium, and many others, um, they have a lot of um, properties that are really bad for your body, cause a lot of inflammation and clogging of your arteries. Um, so chelation is a way that binds to these substances and eliminates them through your waste. And um, there's a lot of great evidence through the years that it can um, clear up atherosclerotic plaque in your heart. And that's probably the main reason it's been used through the years. I have a couple interesting um, thoughts about chelation through the years. I remember my dad was a doctor and I remember I had a friend whose dad was a PhD chemist and very smart guy. And he got chelation therapies back in the 60s. It's the first time I ever heard that term back in the 60s. And my dad, who was a physician, thought it was just nuts. To He thought chelation was just quackery or nuts. And that's the way I thought of it, too, until, you know, the last few years, I kind of it's perked up in the news again. I know a lot of people get it. And then you know, I was in one of the offices in Chattanooga and I met a doctor in from Georgia who did a lot of chelation therapy on his patients. It's legal in Georgia. Um, so I started talking to him about it and um, he was a huge believer in it. And actually, he told me that the, one of the main groups of doctors he chelated on were cardiologists, it would, but they'd always come in after hours through the back door because they didn't want anybody to see them getting chelation, you know, to clear out their arteries in their heart when they were, you know, practicing a completely different way. So, you know, that, that 
grab my attention a little bit from that. But um, the thing about it is there's a, there's a lot slower yet probably a lot safer way to do chelation. And that's just oral chelation with a substance called EDTA, um, which is really just a, a, a synthetic amino acid that bears a lot of resemblance to household vinegar. Um, so it's very safe. Um, it's a lot slower doing it orally, but um, that's probably my preferred way of doing it. Um, but so what does it do? It really binds up calcium. One test that I always recommend that people get, men at 40, women at 50, is something called a coronary calcium scoring. And that's like a $50 two-second non-invasive test. It's a CAT scan of your coronary arteries. And it shows whether you have calcium deposits laying in your coronary arteries. So it's a pretty good predictor of um, whether or not you're clogging your arteries up. And uh, so if you have a high calcium score, there, it's, it's pretty correlated that you, you're in danger of having a heart attack. Um, the same thing with a, one of the carotid studies, uh, an IMT study that we do in our office. Um, if your carotid intima, which is the innermost part of your lining of your carotid arteries, uh, are thickening, it's a good correlation between that and heart disease. So, you know, if you have a... Um, a high calcium scoring, or if you've been exposed to a lot of heavy metals um, that we all are really, um, it, it can go in there and get a lot of those heavy metals out of your system in a very safe, easy way by taking oral EDTA. It's very inexpensive. And, you know, to be honest with you, probably almost everybody should be taking these quote vitamins that are chelators. I'll ask you one question with the vitamin versus the IV chelation is, is it similar to say, you know, taking vitamin C orally versus taking IV C in terms of right. the amount of the nutrient or right. the vitamins getting to your cells? Right. That's a very good correlation because, um, you know, for IV vitamin C, which we can do in our office, um, it's more for the, the people that are sick and, you know, have chronic illnesses um, you know, like Epstein-Barr, maybe Lyme, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, um, maybe even those who have had cancers and want to reduce their chances of having a recurrence. Um, so same thing, you know, it's a lot more potent than taking vitamin C orally because sure. when you take something orally, only about 20% gets in there. So when you take EDTA orally, it's the same thing. You have to take a higher dose but it's definitely safer. You know, I still like to look at, you know, um, levels um, that it could lower, like your potassium or magnesium. Even when you take it orally, I'll keep an eye on you. But, um, you know, it's it's definitely great. It has some evidence that it may help cataracts. It has a lot of FDA-approved uses, um, like for lead poisoning. Um, it's been used worldwide for that for more than 80 years. Um, but you know, the FDA's all, always approved the inclusion of EDTA, uh, in the foods that we eat every day. It's really kind of what keeps a lot of fruits from spoiling and vegetables from spoiling. So we know it reduces oxidation. Um, there's a lot of evidence that it may help cataracts, uh, may help joints. 
as you get older, you know, you form these calcium deposits like you get in arthritis. And it leads to a lot of uh, um, joint pain and stiffness. And, and the same thing's happening with your uh, coronary arteries in your heart and in, in your brain and, you know, throughout the rest of your body. So um, it's really been shown to be pretty effective. Um, a lot of people are skeptical about it, especially doctors, because um, it's, you know, it's, it's easy to get, you know, you don't have to have a prescription for it. And um, there's no real money to be made on it by big pharmaceutical companies. So, you know, um, probably a lot of people that don't even think about it should be taking it, especially if you have risk factors. And, you know, one risk factor is just the aging process itself that leads to hardening of your arteries. So my suggestion is think about it, maybe get tested for heavy metals, definitely get a CT calcium scoring and, you know, take it and see if your symptoms improve. It's not going to be overnight, but um, I know I take it and, you know, I, I tell a lot of my patients about it because, you know, we live in a very um, toxic world. We're trying to do everything we can to keep our arteries clean. Can you, Tell me, like, what is the relationship between heavy metals and plaque in your arteries? Like, what? Because what, I hear those two interchangeable almost. Um, what are heavy metals and what is plaque in your arteries and is there a difference? Well, yeah, plaque in your arteries um, usually starts with calcium deposits. Um, Which would be a heavy metal. No, calcium uh, would not be a heavy metal. Uh, calcium, just a mineral. But heavy metals that we're talking about are like um, lead and mercury. Lead you get from paint and uh, mercury you get from fillings in your teeth. And um, you can also get it through burning, uh, environmental burning, like through coal and things like that. You, you can breathe it in. Um, arsenic you can get through the, a contaminated water supply. In certain foods. And does um, that lead to plaque in your arteries or is that? Yeah, it is. You know, it's one of those things that can cause inflammation and cause autoimmune reaction uh, where the body attacks itself and can bring on these diseases like arthritis, lupus, MS, Parkinson's. You know, the, the list of conditions linked to environmental toxins is really endless. So, you know, we think about, you know, cholesterol is being one of the things that clogs your arteries, but, um, it's when that cholesterol becomes oxidized by um, other toxins and inflammatory agents. Certainly one of them is heavy metals that we kind of overlook um, that can lead to um, oxidized portions of your cholesterol, like oxidized LDL. So you don't only need to look at your cholesterol levels and LDL. You need to look at your inflammatory markers like we do, like fibrinogen, um, CRP. Uh, we look at um, homocysteine levels. Um, so there's a lot of other tests that, you know, you probably ought to be getting to determine your risk for uh, cardiovascular disease. One of the major ones I always talk about is low testosterone. That's a major risk factor for heart disease. Um, so, um, and that's the number one killer in the U.S. certainly is heart disease. So, and with cancer being, being a second so you, you have, to, have to look at all these things. And when you talk about autoimmune diseases, that's much more common than heart disease and cancer put together. 
Um, the, the number one cause of death um, is, everybody thinks about it being heart disease. And, but really the number one cause of death is, you know, some of the medicines we use it's ourselves. I mean, the number one cause of death is medicine uh, itself. It's called iatrogenic, self-imposed uh, reactions or death from medications that we use. So uh, we have to do everything we can to try to, you know, stay off as many of these medicines that we don't need uh, and that we've been overdosed with. I'm, I'm a medical doctor, so certainly I believe in using medications, but, um, you know, the longer I practice, the more I find myself uh, using less chemical medicines and more natural medicines. Um, so, you have to be very smart about when you use these medicines. Will EDTA, is it a substitute for any medications that some people might be taking if they're, if they do have risk factors? Like could, could you wean someone off of a medication and put them on EDTA? Well, yeah, you certainly could, you know, um, and you have to be careful too about interactions with EDTA and some medications. You don't want to take it right around when you take any other medicines taken on an empty stomach one to two hours before you take any other medicine. So or you, if you're thinking about getting on it or food. Uh, so if you're going to think about getting on it, you need to talk to somebody who knows a lot about, you know, this oral chelation pro process. So you want it to be safe. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it can interact and you have to know what you're doing. So the main thing would be to, to make sure, and we, we might want to talk about that on a different podcast episode um, about, you know, medications you wouldn't want to take EDTA with. Right. Um, but it sounds like it needs to be on an empty stomach and, you know, a couple hours before you take anything, right. given that, that there's no interaction between the two. Right. We usually dose it twice a day. Um, but it's an interesting thing. You know, it's uh, certainly do your research on it and talk to somebody who uh, can look at the overall picture, you know, not somebody that just thinks one on one far end of the spectrum or the other end of the spectrum. You know, one thing's about integrated medicine like I do, I look at everything. You know, I'm not just, no, I'm not using any medicines. I'm going to use all natural stuff. And I'm not, um, no, I'll never use a natural medicine or vitamin because it doesn't work. Uh, I look at they both work, but you have to know what you're doing and, and understand the risk. Um, certainly, if I was to do give you any advice, would be to eat a great diet, exercise, sweat, sleep, you know, de-stress. Um, but as you get older, you do need to do a better job of this to kind of combat the aging process itself and, and exposure to all these environmental toxins and stressors that we experience every day. Well, it, it sounds like you know EDTA is a great option for patients in Tennessee who don't have, you know, who can't get chelation here. But I'm going to ask the question I'm sure many people are thinking right now is, do you think chelation will be legal in Tennessee anytime soon? Well, as far as IV chelation, IV chelation. Um, probably, you know, you, you never know, but you can certainly go get it in North Carolina or Georgia. I mean, but I think oral chelation is, uh, except for severe cases, is, is going to be good safer and, and, and good. Um, well, it sounds like, you know, it, it sounds like it's a good option. And um, is there anything you want to add about chelation or is there any, anything you want to end with before we, we move on? No, just, uh, 
you know, do your research. And if you want to talk to me about, about it, you know, certainly make a visit to my office. Dr. Rogers, thank you for your time. And as always, we will see you next week. Thanks, Ben. And that is the end of our conversation. Thank you so much for being here this week. Uh, please go over there and give us a review. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. That helps us be found. Um, and as always, we will see you next week.